today we have spent our time wisely, having come to this place of physical seclusion, we're able to undertake these Dharma practices that cultivate skillful, wholesome states of mind, and while simultaneously having the ability to limit, to arrest, to undermine, and eventually to uproot the unskillful, unwholesome states of mind. And all of our efforts today, <clears throat> from the time we woke up, taking the refuges and precepts, practicing mindfulness, also practicing insight, mindful movement, the generosity of offering our service to this community, having the opportunity to listen to the Dharma, to read the Dharma. All of these are skillful, wholesome uh, activities of mind that have their, <clears throat> have their effect on the mind, bringing the mind towards more understanding, more acceptance, uh, greater liberation. And this is a good way to spend our time, especially among a community of like-minded people that are all uh, appreciating this opportunity and these qualities of heart and mind. <clears throat> and through our individual and collective efforts, we generate a force of goodness in our hearts, in our lives. And this work that we do, even though it is for um, our own hearts and minds, is really a benefit to everyone that we share life with to the extent that we understand ourselves, that we can regulate our own emotions, that we can see deeply into the causes of suffering and the end of suffering, then we have something to offer others. And others will receive the benefit whether we, however we speak or act or relate to them. So in some ways, all of our efforts today have been an act of generosity, really, to one another while we're here, but also in the development of our own hearts and minds. It is a gift to everyone that we share life with. So in this way, we've really spent our time wisely, having made good use of the day. And in our practices, we've fulfilled the three trainings of the Buddha's Noble Eightfold Path, purifying our speech and behavior by undertaking the precepts, not acting out the torments of the mind, not causing harm to ourselves or others, gives us the happiness of living in harmony with one another. And by developing mindfulness, some, some degree of mindful awareness, we temporarily purify the mind of the torments, the obsessive defilements, torments. And this gives us a taste of 
what's called seclusion of mind, the mind that's not obsessed. And by practicing insight and seeing that things arise and pass away, we begin to purify our understanding of the latent, uh, unmanifest torments of the mind. And this is the key to the highest happiness, which is peace. So all of our efforts today, whether we think we did well or not, at least we were aimed in the direction of these three purification practices. And in fact, that's the best we could do. It's not possible to do more than that that we did today. So we've made maximum use, really, of our day. This is a good way to live. And it's traditional in this practice to share the benefit, share the merit of this work that we've done with others. They will receive the benefit, but we can share it intentionally, especially with our parents and extended family members, friends, companions, pets. Whether they're living or deceased, they can receive the benefit colleagues, employees, employers, neighbors, even the difficult people in our lives. May these and all beings everywhere share in the merit of the work we've done today. And may this work be, in its inscrutable ways, a cause and condition for all beings everywhere to be able to live in harmony with one another to live with awareness and to be free of suffering and the causes of suffering. Anicca vata sankara upadua yadamino upakitua niruchanti te sam upasamo suko. All conditioned things are arising and passing away, they're impermanent. And realizing this deeply brings the greatest happiness, which is peace. <laughs>